Hi and hello watch fans and welcome to episode 9.4 of Watching Sports and Sporting Watches. This week I'll be stepping away from the mic to allow Dave and Balaj plenty of breathing room to discuss the developing playoff picture in the NBA. What's my excuse for stepping out of the smooth booth? Well, I've been travelling. For the first time in nine months, Fratello is hitting the road again. This week, I've been down in Switzerland, visiting our good friends from Chapek. We've got some exciting news in the pipeline, so stay tuned to FratelloWatchers.com to learn more in the coming weeks. After a few days up in The Hague with the rest of a Dutch-based team, I'm now back in England with a healthy quarantine period ahead of me. I'll be glued to the screen watching my beloved Golden Knights take on the Montreal Canadiens in the Stanley Cup semi-finals after they came from 2-0 down to eliminate the fancied Colorado Avalanche team to advance. So, without further ado, let's swing this over to the Husky Hungarian and Dave down the pub for a deep dive into the latest basketball news from the boards. All right, so here we are. Thanks a lot, Rob. Um, as the little man said, I have a special guest in the building today uh, for the second time in a few months. Dave is with us. What's up, Dave? What up? How you doing, B? Hot, steamy, and humid. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> ladies. Yeah. Um, it's not that hot here, but it's extremely humid. Yesterday I went for a run after the rain. We had a bit of a, well, we had a bit of a shower, and uh, the uh, the whole running path, the asphalt, was like steaming. It was Ooh. so humid. It's crazy. I, yeah. uh I lived in Scarborough for a while, uh, many years ago, and they had a word for it, and it was mafting. Well, it's a nice word. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems appropriate. Probably, yeah. You know, when you look out the window and something is, it feels like there's a filter on your view because everything is kind of like steamy and grayish because of the, the humidity in the air. Yeah. So, mafting. <laughs> mafting, nice word. Uh, what's, up with, uh, what's up with you guys? How's the UK looking? All good. Um We are looking at potentially having freedom, but then at the same time not having freedom. So yeah. I guess in the grand scheme of things, little to no change. Yeah, so far. Yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed. Well, listen, today we are not going to talk about hockey. We did that the last time. Yeah, we don't want to talk uh, about hockey anymore. <laughs> Why is that? Um, the se the season's all done, finished. There's no there's no interesting hockey on anymore as soon as... As soon as the Edmonton mm. Oilers got knocked out of the playoffs in uh, a 4-0 sweep. Oops. Um, yeah. Yeah, we don't want to talk about hockey anymore. Even uh, McDavid couldn't help the team. Even No, he, he got, I think, two points or four points in, mm. in, in all four games. Um, all four went to overtime. That was mm -hmm. mad. Ridiculous. Yeah. But the better team won in the end. Um, yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll be back in the competition. They'll be back in the competition with him next year. I mean, uh, we talked yeah, about it in the last so. time. Yeah, probably. But um, we kind of teased this conversation the last time we were you were on the show because we talked a bit about basketball. Um, and we did. Well, the NBA particularly, uh, an interesting <clears throat> league for us, for the both of us, I guess. Um, so, yeah, we thought, why not uh, Why not chat a bit about the NBA now that the playoffs is ongoing? And, well, I don't really have a team. I don't know. I, I, th I think you – well, I I don't think I know you have a team. And that team's not in the playoffs anymore, but, <laughs> but they were. So, um, were. yeah. So, why don't we, you know – bring the guys up to speed who probably, you know, missed the last uh, episode and uh, tell us the story about your, your love with the NBA and how that whole thing <laughs> unfolded. It's kind of an, kind of a funny end. And I think it's, you know, it's like a natural uh, progression of things, right? Like how somebody gets involved with a team. Yeah. In the league. Um, it was kind of a funny one, actually. Uh, I used to live with a couple of uh, housemates uh, years ago. And um, I can't remember why, but we were talking about basketball. Uh, I think it might. I think we might have been playing the NBA game on the Xbox or something. I think we had a trial, like a mm -hmm. trial version or something like that. Demo, that's it. Demo version. Mm -hmm. And um, picking teams. And I remember sort of saying, oh, "I'm going to pick the Boston Celtics." There was no reason. It was completely random at that point. And. Um, my my housemate said to me, "Oh, why why the Boston Celtics?" I was just pretending. Oh yeah, I love them. They're my favorite team. And he said to me, "I bet you can't even name one player." And I mean, he was right. I couldn't. But because the jerseys were green, I just said, "Oh, um, 
Green. And it turned out that there was a player with a surname Green who played for the Boston Celtics. Right. That kind of uh, just made it seem appropriate. Um, and since then, yeah, I've just kind of fo- loosely followed the uh, the Boston Celtics as my team. Um, I mean, as a as a as a as a, uh, a resident of the UK, where where the NBA isn't really a national kind of sport, it's kind of one of those things you need a a reason to pick a team, even if it's ridiculously tenuous like that. And hey, that's that's my story. <laughs> no, I think it's a I think it's a cool story. And uh, I mean, well, if you think about the NBA teams, what's the closest name to you know? Uh, Anglo-Saxon culture than the Celtics. I know it's Irish, but I mean, you know, that's the closest you can you can relate to Britain, right? I mean, the Bulls is not necessarily uh, anything, or I don't know the the Seventy Sixers and none like that. Although Rob would be would be <clears throat> yelling that it's an Irish team because it's in Boston <laughs> well, and he's Irish. I mean, I I, I do have Irish uh, grandparents. There you go. So, uh, close enough. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's um, that's an interesting team. You didn't even know about the the the, the great nineteen eighties point point guard Larry Bird. Uh, no, I'd heard him. Um, and is it Wilt Chamberlain as well? And uh, uh, I feel Wilt Chamberlain. I don't know, but Bill Russell obviously is a eleven time champion. Um, but of course, they're much, much sixties, seventies, and eighties. Um, not as uh, known players as uh, the great Javante Green, who played <laughs> for the Boston Celtics between 2019 and 2021. The most amazing uh, Javante Green. I don't um, even know where he. No, I know where he's at. He's not at the NBA. Funnily enough, he's an American Montenegrin professional basketballer, so probably plays for a team in Montenegro. Um, but he had a very short stint in the NBA, 19 to 21 with the Celtics and then um, with the Bulls. And apparently he's with the Bulls now as well, but yeah, he's not the, he's not the most successful of um, Boston Celtics players. But so um, it's the Celtics. The, the, yeah, the epitome of when I kind of was following the most closely was um, it's probably the season that Kyrie first came in. Um mm-hmm. And I actually went and saw them. They were playing the NBA Global game down in London uh, against uh, Philly. Uh, thankfully, we won that game. Uh, it was pretty good. That was my first experience of a, an NBA live environment. Um, but that season, I think I seem to remember the team doing pretty well. They had a nice collection of players. Um, a little bit of a shame that that we just brought in Gordon Hayward that season, and then mm-hmm. the very first game of the season yeah. had that horrific injury. Which I mean, I, I remember hearing about it, and I, I watched a video, and you can hear the sound yeah. it makes echo across the court. Yeah, it was pretty awful. Yeah. And then he was out for a long time, and then since then he left left Boston, and now um, yeah. he's in Charlotte, which is. I think the team did okay, but I, I don't know. I think Gordon Hayward is probably a tiny bit overrated, if you ask me. But I, I say that about a lot of players. <laughs> but that was an interesting Boston. Probably not the not the most successful. If we look at the championship team with like uh, no Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and whatnot. But um, yeah, and it's Rahan a bit of an up Rondo. and down. Yeah, right, right, right. It's a, it's a it's a bit of a roller coaster for mm. the Celtics, isn't it? Overall. Yeah, I mean they they often have a quite a decent sort of season, make the playoffs, and then just kind of fade out. I don't think, not in the time that I've been following them, have they ever really seemed like a genuine contender. Mm. Um, I mean yeah. they're kind of undergoing a bit of a kind of constant rebuild. Um, losing kind of Kyrie, he it looked like they were going to try and build the team around him. Uh, mm-hmm. He obviously decided he was done, wanted out, and he's at Brooklyn now. Is that right? Yeah, he's in, he's in the Nets. Yeah, so uh, the team that knocked the Celtics out of the playoffs. Right, right. He's doing good. He's doing probably better than. Well, I mean, he's a champion in Cleveland. I, mean, I don't want to hear that, really. <laughs> uh, but the Nets. I mean, well, not only thanks to him, obviously, because there's there's Kevin Durant and there's uh, James Harden there as well, and. Uh, when you have those three guys in your team, or well, those two guys with Kyrie, um, 
with a coach like Steve Nash, although that's his first year as a coach. He's he's got, I, I guess you know, tremendous experience as a player. And then yeah. you have uh, obviously other role players, and I use the term role players very loosely when you think about um, all the other guys uh, in the Nets. We managed to see the resurrection of Blake Griffin, who was in Detroit, and he was not really playing so well, and he was injured, and he was complaining, and then he got traded to uh, to the Nets, and all of a sudden he's back in action, and he's you know giving layups and dunking and stuff like that. It's funny how how a player can be really stagnating in their career. It doesn't just go for for basketball, for football, or soccer, as as. Mm-hmm. as our friends across the pond call it or, or or the ice hockey as well how a player can be, have such great potential and just be stagnating languishing and then suddenly a, a change of scenery makes such a huge kind of difference right i think it's uh, obviously you know talent is one thing physical ability is another thing but also mental readiness is yeah. pretty important and and by and that's a pretty complex thing, right? Because you have to be ready to deal with certain situations in the game, but there also has to be this ambiance or this 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 friendship or or uh, chemistry, chemistry, if you will, right, within the team or within your your position with the players you play. And if it's not there, then then you can do whatever you want. It's not going to happen. And I guess that was the situation with Blake Griffin. Um, yeah. Although he wasn't really happy when he was traded uh, from the Clippers, um, he there's some videos circulating around when he was not really, you know, respecting his old teammates and his old coaches and owners and things like that. And then he wasn't too happy in Detroit. Now it seems that that he got a, a second lease on his career in in uh, in Brooklyn. And I have to say, I mean, the last time I think we talked about this, that I've only ever been to a Brooklyn Nets game. And I have to say the the ambiance in that arena is pretty special. Yeah. So you can imagine, you know, I have never been to Detroit. I don't know how cool, um, but of course, they're also champions, right? They were champions of the eighties, also in the two thousand. So I'm pretty sure that there's a there's a, a crazy core of fans out there. But when you play in um, in the Barclays Center, that's really something special. So even if you're towards the end of your career and you traded, you're playing with Kyrie, you're playing with James Harden, you're playing with uh, uh, DeAndre Jordan, Kevin Durant, Spencer Dinvidi, and all those guys, I kind of give you a nice boost. Uh, and then that's that's the Definitely. resurrection. I mean, we're talking about a resurrection of a player here. If we talk about the exact opposite of a team... I remember the dominance of um, Golden State when they were just winning everything year after year, and then suddenly it wasn't even a, a sudden. It wasn't even a sorry a, a slow fall from grace. It was it was like a that one season they won it, the next season they're one of the worst teams in the league. I mean, what what happened there? I mean, I don't really follow the other teams maybe as closely as I should, but mm-hmm. I mean, what happened there? Chemistry, internal conflicts, um, jealousy. Certain players wanted to, you know, started to feel left behind. I mean, you know, we always come back to the 90s Bulls, right? And people say, oh, it's so boring. But the 90s Bulls was all about Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. He was God, right? Whatever he said went. But everybody knew their place from, from, you know, Pippen to Rodman. I... I, um, I read Phil Jackson's uh, book, 11 Rings. She wrote about uh, the 11 times he was champion as a coach. Obviously, he's a 13-time champion, 11 times as a coach, two times as a player. And in the the book, he talks about they were on a a road trip, I don't know where, and he said that they were were going to the rooms and um, only four people had suites in a hotel. And that was Jordan, Rodman, Pippen, and Phil Jackson. Imagine you're well, supposed to be one of fifteen, right, or whatever. Three guys have suites. The coach has a suite, and everybody else is staying in. I'm pretty sure nice rooms, decent rooms, but they're not suites. Just right? a room, yeah. Just a just a room, probably like a you know executive room or whatever, but not a suite. So, and nobody they probably complained. I don't know, but I mean, looking back at it now, when you watch the the, the final uh, the final dance, Jesus, the last dance. Um, those guys look pretty happy that they've been 
you know, part of that team. Um, and I think maybe in 10 years or 15 years, when these guys that you just talked about look back at that Warriors team, they might say, ah, yeah, maybe I was too jealous or maybe, you know, I, I shouldn't have said what I said or I shouldn't have started this drama. And Kevin Durant has a big, or had a big part in that, obviously, because he's yeah. a bit of a drama queen. <laughs> I think I think all sports athletes, I think they all are a little yeah. bit. Yeah, well, I mean, James Harden is not much better. And obviously, Kyrie is a very special breed. Uh, his, he plays in his own league. Um, I, I, he's he's an interesting guy. But um, but anyways, uh, it's, it seems to work for now. And we will talk about the, um, the playoffs and predictions. But let's go back to, to you a bit. We talked about the Celtics, but... You haven't told me who your favorite player is or was, if he was active. I don't know if he's still active. If you have one. Because I've kind of, I've started following uh, NBA a little bit later. And same with the NHL. Rather than kind of picking up on the kind of the established squad members, I've usually kind of started following the drafts quite closely. Uh, certainly more of the NHL um, than the NBA, but when I was first kind of following the NBA, it was I can't remember what year it was exactly, but it was the year that Jason Tatum got um, drafted. Um, so he was kind of my favorite player because he had just kind of come in at that sort of same time. He was kind of, I think he was. We had the number one pick or number two pick, and we traded down uh, and got Tatum. When he kind of came in, he had a really good season. Um, seventeen, just, he I, came two thousand seventeen. Two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just kind of liked him. Um, not really for any other reason, rather than he was as new to the team as I was at that time. Mm-hmm. No, but that's a that's a good point where you can relate yourself to a player. He's uh yeah he's he's been um, in the NBA for four years now, and already a two time All Star. I mean that's yeah. not too bad. Um, he came from Duke. Which is well, I mean, if you know college basketball as well as our dear leader Rob knows, then then I mean, you know, Duke is as cool as it gets when it comes to to basketball. Uh, coach K uh, is the head coach, obviously. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski, forty second season, huh? Wow, How about that forty second season, guys. The guy is, uh, is, a, is really a living legend. I mean, can you imagine that? Since 1980, he's the, the, the head coach of Duke. It's, wow. It's insane. Yeah, he was, and that's not only his first job. I mean, one would think, right, like 42 seasons, that's like a lifetime. He must well, be close. He must he be was, close to getting the gold watch soon. <laughs> he's, he's, I, I, he should get a gold car or a gold house. I don't know, but right. He's, I mean, Coach K, he's, um, He's 74 years old. Um, he started his coaching career in Indiana as an assistant coach, and then he was for five years a coach of the Army. And then from 1980 until now, he's the coach of Duke and and obviously numerous awards, you know, Olympic medals as an assistant coach with the Dream Team, five uh, NCAA Division One championship, et cetera, et cetera. So Duke is really a powerhouse, and, and uh, Jason Tatum came from that powerhouse in 2017 um so the, on, the only reason you you relate to him is because you start at the same time or is it anything about this style or his playing um, i mean as i said before i don't really get enough chance to kind of watch an awful lot so it pretty much was i was new to the sport he was new to the team and i kind of i kind of dug that um mm-hmm. same with the with the uh, going back to hockey for a moment it was the same sort of thing when a couple of their draft players um Kali Yamamoto and uh, Evan Bouchard there are two of the players I follow a little bit more closely um just because I feel a little bit more invested in them as kind of watching them grow from the start so yeah yeah it's kind of Tatum for that reason mm-hmm. okay well I mean you could you could pick much worse than Jason Tatum I have to say <laughs> he's a he's a super talented guy and and I think uh I mean, in his position as a small forward or power forward, well, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. him, he's he he obviously has, I think, a lot to learn still. But but he's really super talented and and well, when you when you think about the Celtics uh, in twenty 
2020 or in 2021 in this season um the the, the Boston Celtics is pretty much uh you know revolves around him right this year absolutely um obviously brought in Kemba Walker I can't remember when that was he's not really done that much to kind of justify the trade um I mean obviously he's had injuries and what have you but is he quite the right fit I don't know um all right he's a he's again a super talented guy Kemba Walker mm. he's pretty pretty good um my favorite has to be I think uh, the fans favorite and uh I don't know if you if you know who I think like it's it's pretty obvious like what what that everybody loves um and that's taco fall oh right okay i love the guy <laughs> i mean he's 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 i've watched a, a bunch of interviews with him and he's just this super quiet super humble you know uh, down to earth giant of a man at 75 uh 311 pounds you know it's like huge skinny uh uh center guy uh, obviously not uh quite the wingspan not, yeah quite the wingspan not the most successful but i mean he's got a 19 point average it's not too bad and well but you know you have jabari parker there tristan thompson who's who's a, a veteran kemba walker you already mentioned so there's a bunch of good players in the team and and a bunch of young players i think which is pretty pretty interesting i don't know the the age average but if i look no, at I the roster real quick you see everybody's like 22 25 yeah. 23, Kemba Walker is 31, Tristan Thompson is 30, obviously. But everybody else is is super young, so it's a very young and, and talented team. And it seems to be a kind of a, a few kind of like the more consistent players like that have been in the squad rather than necessarily performing consistently. Jalen Brown yeah. and Marcus Smart. Uh, I remember, I think Jalen was only taken a year or two, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, in the draft, only a year or two before Tatum. Jalen um, Brown? Yeah. Uh could be. He's older. He's two years older than, than Tatum, so it must have been yeah, one or two, two years. years. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I've I've actually just brought up the, the roster now. Um and I'm looking at there's there's probably like half the players on there that I don't actually know, which just shows how behind I am on the NBA this season. Well, I mean Cannot be an expert on NHL and NBA, right? <laughs> well, not unless your name's uh, Robert Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! Stop. Let's not bring him in here. He get the microphone back once I'm done with you. Don't worry. Um, but listen, uh, when it comes to the NBA, w- one thing that is, I mean, you know, goes hand in hand with the sport is obviously sneakers and sneaker culture. Uh, have uh, you know? Are you interested in that, or or have you ever been hit by the by the sneaker wave connected to players or whatnot, or is it? Do you know what? I I used to really want a pair of the um, Kyries uh, mm-hmm. and the amount of times I've been on Nike's configurator mm-hmm. uh, and mocked up a pair, uh, but never quite bought them because I just, I don't think I could properly pull off wearing <laughs> confidently up any of the kind of like modern um, basketball sneaker silhouettes. Uh, I do you have think? snare Jordan. I don't think so, no. Why? I don't know. I... <laughs> Pair of jeans and a nice, uh, nice t-shirt and a hoodie or whatever. That I mean, I do, I do have some Air Jordan ones. I've got a couple of pairs of them. Um, there you go. I did. I was actually quite lucky. I got hold of a couple of pairs of the, um, so the very original, um, off-white, mm-hmm. um, Jordan ones. Nice. Um, the kind of like the red, white, black mm-hmm. uh, colorway. Um, do you still have them? No, I I you sold flipped them. them. I flipped them. Dog, <laughs> you flipped I, I them. I kept them for a while, and I did have every intention of keeping them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was kind of looking at getting engaged, so I thought, well, there's a bit mm. of yeah. quick cash. So I did. I flipped them. I, I did all right. Um, yeah. Although I had to, for those ones, I had to travel. So I was living in Manchester at the time. I had to travel down to London to get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were from a retailer called Dover Street Market. So I had to travel all the way down. They weren't shipping them at that time. So I took a day off work, got the train down, picked them up, had a wander around London for a bit, came well, back. That's a cool story. Yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice day to spend a, a day off. 
Yeah, it was quite cool. Um, I remember I, I, I had a look, uh, walked past the Supreme store and they seemed to have a big drop that day. I'm not sure what it was, but there was just queues and queues and queues mm-hmm. of people outside. Uh, someone saw me with the with the the DSM bag in my hand and they said, oh, what did you get? So I told him. And he, this, this bloke pulled out a, a box with a pair of sort of all blacked out Balenciagas with the little studs mm-hmm. on the end. He said, do you want to oh. swap? Do you want to swap? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no thank you. And I quickly walked on. Oh man, now those are nice and shoes. I did also have the the blue um, off white uh, Air Jordans as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I planned to keep those ones, but when I got them, I felt the blue was a little bit kind of more powdery than I thought it was going to be. So I flipped them as well. Obviously, there was nowhere near as, as much profit as on the first ones, but I had actually intended to keep them and wear them because I thought they were quite cool. But yeah, the, the blue was a bit light. So now I've just got a pair of all black Air Jordan ones, uh, which are kind of beaten up now. Um, but they're some of the most comfortable shoes I've got. Oh, yeah? Because I was yeah. about to say I, I, I never had those. I don't really... I can't really... Uh... I can't really wear uh, high tops anymore. I I used to do it in high school and and even in in you know before that like junior high yeah. school, primary school, whatever. And I had the the Converse's, the Rodman uh, Converse's back in the day, but um, yeah, I I can't do that anymore. But I have some friends who do, and they say it is super uncomfortable. And I uncomfortable. never tried them on, so I, I the ones, yeah, the new ones. Yeah. I I don't know. All right, I lo- I love them. Um, they are the only pair of high tops I've got. Well, I've got a pair of Converse. Uh, no, no, not Converse. Actually, they're Vans high tops. Mm. Um, they're all right. I mean, but they're—I'll admit—they're not the most comfortable. Mm. Um, I remember years ago, I, I did a, the Camp America program, um, and we had some time in New York afterwards. So I was based in upstate New York, near Poughkeepsie, um, and we had a week or so in New York afterwards. And I remember walking down—I think it was around Greenwich Village area—and. Mm-hmm. Around this time, I was never really much of a sneakerhead or anything, but we walked into the shop and they had this pair of sneakers in there. And they were kind of like really bright. They had orange and yellow and beige and black. And I mean, it sounds horrible, but they were the most amazing pair of shoes I'd ever seen. And I bought them on the spot. I think I paid not that much. They're only Nike SBs. I think they're about $120 or something like that. Sounds about right, yeah. And they were the most amazing things. I'd ever, I think I wore them to death pretty much. But then I don't ever know what happened to them. I didn't get rid of them because they fell apart. Just mm. somewhere at some stage in my life, they got lost. And I found a picture of them a couple of years ago since, and I've looked everywhere to try and f- find a pair to buy again. Can't find them anywhere. Just don't Mid-tops. look them up on StockX because you, uh, you might start crying because, you know, if they're like a super uh, high-in-demand pair of shoes, they might be quite expensive these days even beaten <laughs> up so you don't want to look up the stock x prices there well but, i might have a little look just to just to see yeah well you know it's a it's a tricky game but so Kyrie, the Kyrie's are mid are they kind of not high tops yeah. right they're kind of mid so they yeah. they could look good with jeans and hoodies i can imagine that's actually my favorite shoe silhouette as well for all the 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 durants and the pg13s and you know all those sneakers yeah. um that's probably my favorite, but I don't have one either. And actually, I'm, I have some LeBrons, and I'm more of a, um, I'm thinking about that I should be a low top guy because it just gives me more, more um, freedom. But this is not a sneaker podcast, so let's move <laughs> on from uh, from sneakers. I was just curious if you're also in that game as well. Um, so listen, if you could, I mean, I know you don't, you you know, you've been following the NBA as you said for just a few yeah. years, but I mean, you kind of have an understanding about the the league's history. So yep. here's a question. Like if you could go back in time to an era or to yep. a specific game that you could watch, you know, which which game would that be? Or or which era would that be? Um I would probably specific? go back to obviously one of the seasons, probably one of the ones where it was um uh the Lakers Boston Boston when Boston won it, um, so in the eighties, yeah, purely because all the sports that I follow, so football, NHL, and obviously, mm-hmm. albeit to a less degree, basketball, 
all the teams that I follow have never really won anything. So I've never been on that side where I've supported a team that's won something. Okay. So I don't really know what that feels like. I mean, all my family support Manchester United and obviously Man United in the 90s and 2000s had areas of domination. They've won loads of stuff. My, I've got a friend who's a Liverpool fan. I've even got some friends who are uh, Chelsea and Arsenal fans, but I try not to 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 acknowledge them too much because it's Arsenal's a dirty word. Um <laughs> But they've they've all won stuff, uh, and I mean Tottenham did back in the 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 minor League Cup. I think it was two thousand and nine. But I mean I wasn't really following football that that was during my off period, mm-hmm. so I don't really count that. Um, well, so yeah, I'd like to be on the winning side for once. <laughs> gotcha. Going back to Tottenham, I think the the coolest. I mean, one of my favorite TV shows is Coach Lasso. Uh, I don't know if you know this TV show. It's no, about I don't know that. Um, okay, so basically, it's it's about an American 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 football coach who comes over to the UK um, to coach a, a Premier League football team, right? And it's a yep. it's an it's an imaginary team of AFC Richmond. And I keep bugging Rob whenever he talks about the Premier League, and then it's like, <laughs> so how's AFC Richmond doing? Stop this nonsense, man! There's no such team. There's no such team, but. Um, a few years ago, how it all started is like a few years ago. Um, I don't, I don't know which American TV channel got the rights for the Premier League, and they did a commercial series with uh, Jason Sudeikis. Uh, you know the actor Jason Sudeikis. He's a comedian slash actor. Anyways, yeah. And in that spot, or that was like a series of commercials. He was the coach of Tottenham for a day, or Tottenham, <laughs> as he says, the Tottenham Hotspurs. And oh. so um, there's a, there's a bunch of little clips on YouTube about his his really short stint. Like I think he was a go- coach, according to the story, for 26 hours, or he was like he was hired and then fired after three hours, and um, and that kind of was the inspiration for this TV show. It's an did Apple. He, did he do a good job? Because right now Tottenham don't have a manager, so <laughs> I don't I don't think so. <laughs> so if, I don't if think he was, so. If he was half decent, maybe they they could bring him back. I don't think so. But it was funny how, you know, it's like, well, I'm a football coach. Of course I can coach football. I mean, I'm coming from Kansas. <laughs> so it's a totally different football. But, but, um, and then they did the series and the, the f- first season just finished a few months ago. And it was, that was pretty funny. It's like a, I think a 10 or 12 episode, 30 minute, you know, little kind of like a sitcom, but it's not uh, a yeah. comedy series. And, um, and that's, that's the only thing I can relate to on him is this, is this, uh, this commercial how it all started. So. Check it out. But so the 80s, huh? the 80s is nice. I mean, Danny yeah. Ainge, Larry Bird, Magic, and all those guys. There's... And obviously it was, it was quite a, um, a fierce rivalry. Um, oh, yeah. So beating your closest, but your, your, your biggest rivals, I believe there was one year, if not more, where it went to a game seven. Yes, in the in At Boston, eighty five, eighty six. I think it's in like Bo- that. was in Boston. That was this crazy four episode documentary on ESPN about this this so rivalry. Prob- probably that the the game seven win in Boston against yeah. uh, LA that would have been pretty incredible. Have you seen this ESPN uh, thing? I've not. No, you should check that out. It's 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 about just about this Boston Lakers eighties rivalry. It, it builds up the story. Um, from you know, from historical point of view, yeah. from the sixties, seventies, into the eighties, and then they go through each and every year and and compare the teams. It's it's pretty good. It's very long. It's I think it's four times, forty five minutes or something like that. But it's um, it really once you watch that, you know everything about that era and uh, with a ton yeah. of footage, obviously of Pat Riley and good, Magic actually. and Bird. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the eighties. That's um, that's a nice era. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, seeing Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Uh, Playing against each other, I don't know what's better than that. Probably the 90, 97, 98 Bulls against the Utah Jazz. That can rival with that, <laughs> with that, um, with that era. Okay, but listen, um, do you follow European basketball as well, or or just the NBA? No, just the NBA. I don't actually know anything about European basketball. There's a there's a kind of a league in the UK, um, mm-hmm. Um, like proper minor, really not. What's the Manchester great. team? You said it. Manchester Aston. Giants. The Giants, yeah. Manchester yeah. Giants. Um, we've we've been meaning to go and watch a game of theirs mm-hmm. for ages, and then obviously COVID happened, 
And then we never really got round to doing it. We've moved. Like, it used to be quite close to where we lived, and now we've moved, and we're probably about half an hour, 40 minutes away. Nah, it's not too bad. For like a Friday night or a Saturday night, well, it could yeah, be I guess. Um, every once in a while. And I think I think when we were going to, we wanted to go and watch them, they're pretty much the worst team in the league. But now I think they're a little bit better. So so maybe it, it, it was actually worth waiting. <laughs> okay. So uh, do you do you do you know um, or do you have any European players, European NBA players that you that you kind of know about? Because I was thinking, you know, like how can we Europeans relate to the NBA, right? And of course, there are a lot of European players. I mean, I would not say he's Croatian, that's English, he's Serbian, because then it gets tricky. But there's all these yeah. crazy good European players have been since the, the, the early '90s. Yeah. Um, so who do you think is the best European player in the NBA right now? I put you on the spot with that one, huh? Or ever, or ever. I could not tell you. Come on, man. I haven't got a clue. Have you ever heard of Dražen Petrovic? Nope. From Croatia? Ah, Dave. <laughs> You're going to receive an email from me with a lot of links in it. Or, some videos. Uh, what, about, what about Pozingis? Porzingis is not bad. He's not bad, but he's not that good. But he has a teammate who's is much, any, much better than he is. The only European player I can think of, right? Yeah, he's he's a European player. Well, Tony Kukoc is a European player in the Bulls in the 90s as a champion. But uh, Luka Doncic from Slovenia, he's um, super young, 20, 21. I'm not even sure. That name rings a bell. That's the thing, though. With, with my with my NBA knowledge, it's kind of pretty much just limited to the last couple of years of the... of the. Well, he came the in the last couple of years. He came three Celtic, years ago. So. Okay. Well, I, I suggest you start following... I mean, they're out now, but you start following Luka Doncic. Uh, he's, in the, he's playing for the Mavs with Porzingis as teammates. Okay. And uh, he's actually pretty good. But listen, do you play basketball? Have you played like? I don't no, know. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm about six foot five, which in most sports is considered quite tall, but it's probably about average to small in basketball, isn't it? <laughs> six five. Yeah. Six five is almost two meters. Well, yeah, but in when when you got most of the players, I, I remember watching Whoa. um uh, when I watched the the game. The uh, Philly versus um, the Celtics. Uh-huh. I remember thinking, "Oh God, these players are uh, absolutely massive." I remember looking at Kyrie, thinking, "Oh my God, he's tiny." But how, how how tall is he? He's like six something, isn't he? I think six five or something like that. I would say even maybe six four, six five. And I remember thinking that Kyrie was tiny compared to everyone, but then he's not. He's actually quite tall. It's just everyone else is so massive. So yeah, I would be pretty short compared to everyone. So people, yeah, people. Look I mean, six five is yeah, six five is not a not a giant for sure, but it's also <laughs> not a that's not a not a short person. I would say the, the amount of, the amount of people that have said, "Oh, have you ever played basketball?" I think. Wow. Okay, my friend, Kyrie Irving <laughs> is six two, six two. Wow, close enough. So you're six five. I'm six. I'm six one six two. I'm like one eighty five, one eighty seven. So you might be what one ninety. Yeah, maybe something like that. One ninety two three. Well, Michael Jordan was six six. So, oh really? Okay, six yeah, six. Okay. So, I mean, six five is not bad. You can you can I'm, be I'm, like I'm, a small forward or so, point yeah. guard. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. If if Jordan can do it, then uh, at, yeah, at height, then yeah. Anyone, can. anyone can. Anyone can. There you go. He's like <laughs> dime a dozen, right? <laughs> so uh, listen, now that the Celtics is out, um, yeah. Do you have any teams in the playoffs that you, you know, sympathize with or kind of want to follow? I mean, obviously, you're not going to follow um, Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn. Well, I'm not going to follow for two reasons. One, well, they yeah. killed your Boston, and then Kyrie's there, who left Boston. I'm not going to follow Philly either because, like I said, the only game I've seen was against Philly, so they are the enemy, which gives me obviously Milwaukee or Atlanta um, on the East. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, on the East, uh, which is all that matters right now. Um, True. Meh. Well, the MVP comes from the West. Who's that? This year's. Mm-hmm. Who's, who, who's that? Uh, Jokic, the Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. he's got the 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 MVP of the regular season. But right, so you we have um, you have uh, Atlanta or the Bucks on the East, right? I'll probably go Milwaukee. 
Um, I have oh, yeah? no reason to other than I used to absolutely love the uh, film Basketball and they were the Milwaukee Beers, so that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm good at having really tenuous reasons for supporting yeah, teams. But it's funny. It's entertaining. I hope the readers, I mean the readers, the listeners find it entertaining because I, 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 it's entertaining to me. Yeah, what about the West? So shall we talk about the playoffs a bit now that we're actually talking about favorite teams? Yeah, go on them. Right. So in the East, as you said, we have Philly against Atlanta, right? And uh, the series is tied now at 1-1. One, one. One, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on the other end, we have Milwaukee Bucks against your arch enemy, the Brooklyn Nets. Who are winning 2-0. 2-0, right. So I'm not sure if it's going to be a sweep, but if so, then Giannis will, uh, I don't know, it's going to be a, an earthquake and disaster at Milwaukee, I'm guessing. <laughs> But we will see because he just signed his max contract uh, and mm. really not not performing the way I think everybody's expected the team to perform. But then on the West, well, the 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 champion is out. Last year's champion, the Lakers, uh, got booted by the by the Suns four to two, and now the Suns is playing with the Denver Nuggets with Nikola Jokic, the MVP, and they are leading two nil against Denver. Meanwhile, on the other hand, we have the Utah Jazz playing against uh, the Clippers, right? 1-0. And I think the second game is tonight. So we're recording this on a Thursday. Yeah, Yeah. Should be tonight, right? I would probably go for, on the West Coast, go for the Clippers, just because there's a bit of a rivalry between them and the Lakers being hometown rivals. And obviously, I don't really like the Lakers. So, Oh, anyway? Oh, because it's, again, because of the Boston thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there we go. There's there's Dave's tenuous reason for the Western Conference. <laughs> okay, so Clippers on the West and um, At- Atlanta on the East. Oh, Bucks okay. on the East, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. However, if I ask you who's going to be in the finals, that's your answer to that as well? Or? No. Um, I would imagine Brooklyn gets to the final. Yeah, me too. Um, and then... Either Utah or Phoenix of the two. I don't know. I think I would guess Phoenix. Um, yeah, I'm giving them too. a couple of extra bonus points purely because they beat the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. And they play in Arizona, which is really hot. Mm. Re- really hot. I live in Arizona. That's no fun in the summer. Super. <laughs> Although Phoenix it's, is down south, it's still pretty hot there it's funny it seems like a good a good um arizona good for basketball good for baseball good for most sports but not True. for ice hockey but they've got no, an ice hockey team no <laughs> i don't know if you if you've listened to that was when we talked about the the hockey conferences and we renamed them rob asked me to rename all these stupid you know sponsored conferences and okay, i yeah. think arizona is in the same in the same uh, league as Obviously, or a com- uh, not league. What is that uh, division? Division as uh, Los Angeles and stuff, right? Yeah. And I named it. You don't want to see our electricity bill division <laughs> <laughs> because of all the all those uh, all those ACs they have to crank God, on when yeah. the game is on in those um, hot states. And just trying to keep that ice as yeah. ice. <sighs> yeah. Crazy, crazy expensive. You know what? True story. I was flying one time from from Phoenix to some, uh, I think to LA. Yeah. And I was at the airport queuing up for the baggage drop. And um, I don't know which lady it was, but I saw a porn star. (laughs) She was was in a... It, it says that it, the fact you recognized her. No, um. no, no. That's the thing. I don't know her name, but listen to this. She came with like a Lincoln Town car and the driver picked, you know, her luggage. Yeah. And uh, the driver was like pulling the the little Louis Vuitton bag and she came and she looked like, this is mid 2000s. She looked like how oh, you okay. imagine the porn star would look in the mid 2000s. <laughs> she was wearing like a pink, like a, like a, like, no, like a pink, like a what is that velvet um oh, sweatpants yeah, yeah. and tops and she had enormous guns enormous what? 
guns. <laughs> okay. And she had clubjenna.com on printed on the backside of her sweats. Oh right, okay. Long so blonde hair, a little bag with the puppy, and she was signing photographs of the baggage guys as as she was handing in the baggage at her at the at the baggage uh, handlers at the security. But that was the first person I was like, wow, okay, you're you're really in uh, in the Midwest when you see these people. <laughs> and then the second person that I saw was yeah. in front of me was the general manager of uh, the hockey team, Phoenix. Okay. And how I know that is because he had a backpack on with the with the logo and everything, and the backpack had a little, um, you know, this little uh, name tag thingy, mm-hmm. and that was his business card in it. Okay, and yeah, it yeah. said blah blah blah. I don't I don't remember his name, but I remember he was super tall. He was a very tall guy, and he said general manager of the uh, Phoenix. Uh, what's the team? The uh, Coyotes. Coyotes, right? Exactly. So uh, that was my. Yeah experience in like five minutes i saw this blonde phenomenon like you know everybody was turning heads and then i saw this huge guy with this uh track suit in the bag and i looked at his name and i was like general manager okay cool so that's my uh that's my story about the that's very cool yeah i don't know who he was so anyways um so listen we've been through most of my questions there's only one thing left i hope you're and not those are I'm- I hope you're not going to further expose my... uh, No, 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 no. My uh, limited knowledge on the NBA. No, 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 no. It's been fun. No, 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 no. So quick questions. Okay, cool. It's either or, okay? So you you just just pick one, whichever. Shoot. Okay. Magic or bird? Bird. Eastern Conference or Western Conference? Eastern. MJ, hot or not? Hot. Lakers with Kobe and Shaq or... Kobe and Gasol. Kobe and Shaq. Nice. Nike or Adidas? Nike. All day long. Favorite player's jersey or signature shoes? Jersey. Sitting up in the skybox uh, with the missus or courtside with the guys? Courtside. (laughs) Didn't even have to think about that. (laughs) Let's not show this to your wife. (laughs) Layup or three-pointer? Three-pointer. Power forward or shooting guard? Power forward. And that's the last one. That was easy. How did uh, I do? Wait wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Let's just digest those answers. Okay. So uh, courtside with the guys, huh? It could be courtside with anyone. Just it's more courtside. Yeah. I can see that. Nike's all day. The atmosphere courtside. Wearing your your, uh, off-white Jordan 1s courtside. Yep, and my uh, my Kevin Garnett jersey. Right. But you said signature shoot. Oh, no, you said jersey. Sorry, true. Yeah, I yeah. am. So, jersey signature. Yeah, I'm also a jersey guy. More than a signature I, just, shoot. I just kind of think the, the jerseys are kind of cool, but some of the, like I said earlier on, some of the sneakers are a bit, silhouettes are a bit out there for me. So, uh, yeah, yeah, jersey. But, you know, when you go to a game, I think anything goes, right? I mean, yeah. which grown-up man would wear a, a, I don't know, a orange and red jersey on the street <laughs> unless it's a orange and red, like, sleeveless T-shirt, right? It's not only – because you can get like, yeah, a yeah. football jersey, which is like, okay, whatever. But it's actually like a sleeveless top Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's not a basketball game. I think it, I think it was winter when we when the, uh, the game was in the UK. and uh, It's usually like pre, pre-season, right? Like October-ish or November-ish. Or early early of the regular season. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I was just wearing it. I had it over a nice little Supreme hoodie. Proper, yeah, there you proper. go. Yeah. <laughs> so a high beast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I probably would have been wearing um, uh, Jordans as well, almost certainly, just to complete it. <laughs> So if there's a game next year or well well this season so the next season this this yeah. fall are you going to attend If yeah I I absolutely would um the even if I even if it's not the Celtics which it probably wouldn't be because they're only a few years ago yeah it was a it was a really good experience incredible um the year after I went my brother uh so the year I did go sorry my brother and his wife came with us it was me uh, my wife, brother, and his wife. We all went. Uh, they loved it, and they went the following year. But we didn't. I think we were away somewhere, or something. we couldn't go. 
uh, and I was gutted not to go. And then last year or the last year they were, they did it before COVID curtailed everything. Mm-hmm. They canceled the London game and moved it to Paris, which was really yeah. annoying. Which was the Charlotte so, um, Hornets against, I don't know which team, but Jordan was here in Paris with, with his team, obviously. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, did yeah. You, go? you go. No, no, I didn't. No. I was about to, and I just got the, the memo too late. Although it's, it's funny because for me, Paris is, is literally three hours with the train, with the, with the, with oh, really? the TGV. Yeah. And so I, you can and just I, get, you can go and get a train back after. But funnily enough, I can grab my suitcase, walk down, walk about 100 meters to the tram stop, get on the tram. It takes me to the train station in Kasra, jump on, and the TGV stops in Kasra, jump on the TGV, and in three hours, I'm in Paris. So technically, if I leave around 2 p.m., I stand up from this table at 2 p.m. If everything is fine, 6 p.m. I'm having dinner at Paris, uh, whatever wow. in, the, in the city. So I could have done it, but I didn't. Um, but I'd love to, even if it's London, especially if it's London, because I really want to go back to the city. So we should uh, we should do a Fratello date, uh, one of the NBA games in in London, yeah. if there's one in this. Summer. It comes uh, back absolutely, for sure, yeah. for sure. But it's gonna be um, gonna be interesting. I hope they're gonna because there was there were two games right. Every season, it's not only one. They had one for years, and then they did two, didn't they? Or was it, was, it the, only, was it the NFL that did two games? Um, the NHL know. did two games. Or the NHL Europe. did two games. Yeah, but um, because the so NFL was, comes over, right? Uh, yeah. So the NFL does, a, I think, does a few games. Um, the so when Tottenham built their new stadium, they actually built a retractable pitch um, mm. so that the football pitch can retract, and underneath mm-hmm. is a full NFL pitch. And there's also full NFL signs. Just only just for that? Just for the NFL sponsorship deal, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so there's, there's the, the home and away uh, football changing rooms and home and away uh, NFL stadiums and everything as well. I mean, it makes sense because I'm guessing then the NFL brings the, the teams into that arena over and over again, right? Every year. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's, a, there's a, there was a deal signed with the NFL and I think yeah. it was meant to be something like 10 games a year or something, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that could be interesting. Uh, some of my friends have been to the to the NFL games, and I think maybe to the NBA games as well. But I've not, and I'm really curious to see how the ambiance is, and uh, they do the same thing with the jumbotron and the music and the the games and concerts and stuff. I do, I do keep meaning to watch an NFL game. I've never seen it before. Uh, I don't know the rules or anything, but I did um, my first kind of slight experience of NFL was actually. I did an ice hockey training camp a couple of years ago, uh, and on there we one of the exercises was um, well drills was actually playing NFL, well, so American football basically on the ice, which was oh with the skates on, with the skates on on the ice, yeah, which was pretty mental. Um, but that was the first kind of time I even learned any rules about about the NFL. So it, it sounds kind of cool. I, I do want to watch a game, and I bet the atmosphere is incredible. Yeah, yeah. As I said, I've never been, but I, and the, in the, the basketball game I've been to has, has always been really crazy. I just watched the game with a friend yesterday, or or the highlights, and we watched the uh, uh, what was it? The first game it was the Mavericks uh, last quarter of the Mavericks game, and then we watched the Nets game. And I told him I, I realized I can if you look at the games, they watch the the, the home games. Yeah. Every arena is pretty nicely lit, right? You see the the crowd and everything. If you watch the home games in Brooklyn. There is no light on the crowd, only on the court. Oh, really? Yeah. So, whereas you know, in, in the it was the Mavericks, uh, or I was um, sorry, Jazz against the Clippers, and you could see the whole arena and you could see the 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 the, the people. At the Nets game, the light is only on the court, so everything else is like black. I mean, of course, you can see the ple- people there, but it's it's a it's a pretty cool ambiance, like all eyes on the court. So. I'd love to go and see a, a Vegas Golden Knights game in the NHL. They seem to have some of the re- some of the absolute coolest um, uh, intros and light shows and yeah. everything. Um, anyone listening, do have a look at um, Vegas Golden Knights NHL pre-show. Uh, it's, it's pretty special. I think that's also uh, Rob's favorite team, isn't it? I know his is he, isn't it? Uh, I think he. Yeah, he's got a Golden Knights jersey, I believe, yeah, and then and- he's also got. Manitoba Moose in the a- a- AHL, right, right, and he's a, uh, and I think Las Vegas is his favorite football team, the NFL team as well. Oh, now, right, okay, or now that they moved to to Las Vegas, yeah, the Golden Knights I, do have one gold, of the coolest yeah, jerseys. Yeah, yeah. 
Right. It's a nice, uh, nice new team. I like the colors. Do you have a jersey? Uh, I don't have any Oilers jerseys. Um, I just don't want to pay that much. They're ridiculous, ridiculous amounts. Yeah. Um, but should get a Gretzky one. <laughs> Do you know? What? I probably, I probably wouldn't get a Gretzky '99. I just feel it'd be a little bit cliched. Same as a McDavid. Uh, 97 if i had to get a current player i probably wouldn't get one of the draftees that i've mentioned before just because mm. who knows they may not even even make the really make it properly it'd probably be a dry cycle 29 or you should have your own sergeant 69 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well they've got dry cycles european player there you go german there you go all right so dave it's been fun uh, yes i hope yeah, you enjoyed it uh we talked about hockey. We talked about basketball. Last time we talked about hockey and basketball, a little bit of football. So maybe we have to do another episode when we talk about football. I mean, American football. Yes. Oh, God, and I know nothing about NFL. Well, <laughs> trust me, if you me. want to do another episode with me talking about the Premier League, I'm going to be like, I have no clue, not even about the colors. I know I know some, right? I know like Manchester obviously is red, but I don't even know like... Yeah, oh, I, I don't d- really... D- oh, God. If... You, if, uh, if, if if people heard you say Manchester is red, there's two Manchester teams. Well, Manchester, Manchester United and Manchester I mean. red. Yes. No, no, no. Not the one that performed better this year at the <laughs> at the Champions League because I didn't see Manchester United in the Champions League finals. Um, or no, they were in the Euro- Europa League final. The lesser can do, the lesser. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, 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 that's I have like no has been Champions either. League, right? Well, yeah, pretty much. I no, have no but really, I, I don't, don't, don't feel, uh, don't feel uh, any type of way about this because I'm, I'm really not a, an expert on on European soccer or football either. But um, hey, really, it's been fun. I think we should, we should, uh, we should talk about some more sports. Maybe after the seasons are over, and we can talk about you know the champions, NBA champion, NHL champions, and um, maybe even some of the trade rumors. Maybe even the, the rosters. Yeah, that could why be not? I, some, I follow the rumors every single day. So there you go. Some 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 draft prospects or anything like that. Maybe at some point we could even drop in a little bit of watch talk. <laughs> we could, we could. I, I was thinking about it, you know, like NBA. But I mean, the only thing that's connected to the NBA is Tiso, and then you know, we kind of, I kind of covered it a few times in Fratello, and but um, I don't know. I couldn't segue Tiso into this conversation. But <laughs> we don't. Well, one thing though. Your one of your favorite brands is Urwerk, right? Absolutely, MJ loves. There you his go. Urwerk. I just saw a new picture of him on holiday with his beautiful young uh, Cuban, I think, wife. And he's don't ask me which one, but he's definitely wearing an Urwerk. Uh, which I, one? <laughs> right. So Urwerk and Manchester United. It's not, not not my wheelhouse. <laughs> uh, but I'll find you that picture. So yeah, we can we could have talked about MJ and and Urwerk. But um, yeah, you know more about Ulrich than I do. Um, so yeah, listen. Sadly, we talked so much about the, this little annoying Irishman that we have to give the microphone back to him. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Okay, I know, right? I guess so. It was funny. I, somebody posted a picture uh, of the office, and he's in. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that on on our WhatsApp group. And he's in the office in the Hague, and it was a picture of Lex. York and him and I asked the guys um, if anybody brought his little son <laughs> into the office, <laughs> and he didn't no, like that. I, I did see something else today, uh, having a chat with one of the team, and I saw uh, Rob walking by in the background, and uh, he had no shirt on. So oh, I, Jesus, I don't I don't know what's going on in that office today. <laughs> oh Jesus! I hope he's not going to edit this part out because that's the most fun we had in this last fifty eight minutes. But hey. It, it's been fun. Thanks a lot for the chat. And uh, we're going to give it back cool. to Rob now. Talk to you soon, Dave. Peace. Later, dude. Bye. Well, well, well. What an ending to a very enjoyable show. It was nice to have Dave on the podcast. And I'm sorry I couldn't be there to talk with him. As mentioned, I was shirtless in The Hague, although I had a good reason for it. And I wasn't the least bit offended when Balaj asked who had brought their son to work. All of my teammates at Fratello are fine role models and would make excellent father figures, I'll have you know. So, after that enjoyable romp around the NBA, we will be returning to a more regular format next week. Hopefully we'll get Dave back in the booth soon, but before that, we are going to have a real treat for you. We have a genuine sporting superstar on their way to the show. If you're a fan of road cycling, stay tuned, because what's coming next week will blow your minds. Until then, 
Stay safe, keep on ticking.